You're listening to the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Getting set for Bears and 49ers at Soldier Fields. Here on ESPN 1000, I'm Jeff Meller alongside ABC7's Dion Miller. We have ourselves a 3-4 and four Bears team going up against a 2-4 and four 49ers team, which has lost four straight games and yet comes into this game as the four-point favorite over the Bears. And we're left trying to sort out what they're going to look like with Matt Nagy not on the sidelines because of COVID-19 protocols. Chris Tabor will be the Bears head coach for today. Mm-hmm. As you as you pointed out earlier, he's dressing up as the Bears head coach yes. today. Not sure if a visor will be included, Ooh. but he will be That's dressing up as the I Bears head coach. I think he should. That would be I fun. think he should, too. Just throw on the visor because he's Based on what I'm seeing on Twitter, he's just simply dressed as the special teams coordinator, as he is each and every week. So we'll see how that impacts everything. I am seeing several Bears coming in in costume, which yes. I am okay with. Except you've lost two in a row in embarrassing fashion. So, you know. I can't take, like, (laughs) I'm not going to get mad. They definitely, though, there's quite a few Bears players. um, I'm hoping these are defensive linemen trying to throw in the, you know, the scary type uh, imagery here. Like, I don't have, the. I don't know. The Bears tweeted out a photo of three, at least three of their players coming in. Is he Khalil Herbert? Yeah, Yeah, we were going to get to that, too. Rockstar. I think Um, he's winning the costume. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the question. Is that we Deanna and I were trying to figure this out, Tyler? Is that so? He is a rocket ship, but is he is that a person in particular? Do you that you're or familiar is it just with? Just an inflatable costume. No, I think it's just a it's just a rocket ship. Okay, yeah. so it's a rocket maybe it's ship. Maybe Jeff Bezos. I don't know. <laughs> or, well played. Yes, yes. Tyler, or well yeah, maybe Elon Musk. Who knows? Who knows? But <laughs> either way, he yeah he is an inflatable rocket ship, which is all out. And also, there's a couple of uh, Damian Williams. If you find Damian, like it, it's. Don't be eating breakfast while you look at him because he's like all cut up. Like ugh. the whole that's the whole thing about Halloween. I don't like is that the like, gore. Yeah, no, I'm not into it. Interesting. Is that so shocking? No, <laughs> not on. really. No, if, <laughs> coming from you, that is one of the least shocking things you have said right? while we've been doing the show. That's a good point. Dion. So you're not a horror uh, film. No, flick. Right. No, I'm uh, not. Right. I can't Crazy. find anybody who likes horror movies. Oh, no, I do not. My like wife horror. won't watch horror movies with me. No, my kids, uh, my wife has sheltered them from horror movies. Yeah. So well, I, I, I can't show so. them I'm any horror movies. I'm trying to shelter my kids from old episodes of cops at my house <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm, I'm kind of like waiting for the time for when i can actually go ahead and uh start watching horror movies with them i need probably no. three or four more years Ma- no just I need no. somebody to watch Ga- them with garbage me. in garbage out do not put that in their heads yeah. that's all i'm saying i haven't yet okay. i've refrained well done um, well done dad well but, done. uh all right so we do but that's the question are the bears a horror film or can they actually get this thing Right, finally. Uh, and Justin Fields, how much confidence do you have now from what you've seen from him? Have you seen anything to indicate that he's going to be the franchise quarterback the Bears hoped they picked when they drafted him? Pete is in Montgomery. He wants to weigh in. Pete, you're on with Deion hey, Miller and Jeff Miller. What's up, man? Hey, Pete. Oh, thanks for having, uh, having me. So my concern, and full disclosure, I wasn't a fan of the pick. I didn't think this guy was going to pan out for a couple different reasons. Uh, first, Ohio State doesn't produce quarterbacks. They go after a certain type of quarterback who doesn't translate well to the NFL. Second, I think you'll agree with this point, is that Matt Nagy wanted them and Rampage took them. So that's, you know, an <laughs> indictment of itself. But I'm not seeing the speed. Like, the, the speed that he's, you know, sold on, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing it in the game. 
and I don't know if it's him being timid or his game speed doesn't translate to what his time speed was. And that's more concerning than anything else. When you say speed, do you mean um, run, when his ability to run out of the pocket? Or do you mean his ability to yeah. digest the play, the, 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 go through his progressions? Well, both, actually. Because okay. you, see, you saw it against Cleveland. There were defensive linemen. And I'm not talking about Miles Garrett. I'm talking about the tackles that were running him down. And that's concerning because you should be able to outrun. With his time and speed, he should be able to run past those guys, but they were catching up to him. That was a that was concern. Mm-hmm. And his processing doesn't seem to be there either. So processing you can probably learn. Speed is either you have it or you don't, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's concerning. So, Dean, like I'll, I'll admit Pete brings up a, a point that I'm concerned about as well. We haven't seen Justin Fields break the pocket enough and use his ability to no. run. But this goes back to what we played from Weeder. Like, is that yeah. is that on Justin, or is that on the is that on Justin being young and still developing, or is that on the scheme and the coaching staff that's not setting him up for success? And and granted, I know it was preseason, but there were times in the preseason where he looked dynamic out of the pocket. Yeah, I don't necessarily, Pete. I'm not overly concerned about his ability to break the pocket and pick up big yardage when he runs. I would like to see it with a little more frequency, though. And that's maybe the question: Is he being coached in a way right. where he's indecisive and that's leading to him trying to go through his progressions find open receivers a bit more because he has struggled in the passing game maybe he's there's too much pressure on him right now where things aren't going well and he's trying to make big plays that yeah. aren't necessarily there i think is is he questioning his instincts i yes. mean you wonder because that's what made him so successful in college was that his he just instinctually knew what to do he was confident in those decisions and and now is he being coached in such a way that it's causing him to question what he knows of his ability and yeah. you don't want that no i think that's yeah i think that for me that's the bigger problem is the way the 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 bears offense is designed is that i think it has hindered fields ability to get comfortable in the offense and so i'm not i think he if when he chooses to run if if he can figure it out get a little more comfortable i think he'll be fine i think that element is truly there whether or not he can dissect plays the way he needs to at this level that's the true question Mm -hmm. right and to your point pete i'm not going to say oh just because you haven't had any good quarterbacks come out of ohio state that it is that they can't be found there I think the problem is for good college quarterbacks, when they go to good college programs, and you can look at everybody who came out of Alabama as mm-hmm. well, you know, Jalen Hurts, who I don't think can, as a passer, is going to be good enough in this league. Tua, who has his own, you know, issues that they're worrying about. Mac Jones, he's looked solid at times, and I know everybody's excited, but let's, let's slow, slow our roll. They beat down the Jets last week. Yeah, like, let's not totally. get crazy just yet. But, but they did hang 50 on them. They did. <laughs> but... The truth is that when you're a really good, when you're playing for a really good college program, oftentimes, you know, the wide receivers that you're throwing to are also elite players and Mm -hmm. guys who are frequently drafted very high in the NFL. And I think that was the case with Justin Fields. And what he needs to learn is, okay, the windows that I'm throwing to, they're going to be smaller in the NFL, but that is open in the NFL versus what is open in college. You're not going to see guys streaking down the field wide open, and I just need to lay it into their hands for them to run under. It's a little different in the NFL, I think that's what we need to see. That's the difficult part about evaluating quarterbacks, you know, that come from college. Of course it is, and he's even said, like, he's learning that on the fly. But again, I say this goes back to the coaching staff preparing him for those moments, and and 
showing him how to be successful in the at this level. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what they're they're they couldn't get the way to get their hands on him because they could do that. And why aren't they doing that? Why are they why are they not able to just do the basic next steps for him? That is where we I think that the front office has to be evaluating the staff and saying, why why are these these simple things still not able to get done? No doubt about it. And that leads us nicely to Lewis Riddick, who was on Get Up. Of course, you see Lewis Riddick on Monday Night Football, breaking down the games along with Brian Greasy and Steve Levy. Lewis worked as an NFL talent evaluator in the league for Washington and Philadelphia. He played in the league, so he has a keen eye for what's going on. He was asked on Get Up, what's gone wrong with Justin Fields? I think it's it's all around, man. Look, there's no question about that. And you start with the coaching staff for sure. You start with the head coach, and you move it on down the food chain from there as far as well, actually, you know what? You don't start with the head coach. You start with the general manager, okay? Let's just start there with the people who are putting together this football team because the offensive line is atrocious. The running game is not consistent. Running the football against the Detroit Lions obviously is much different than running the football against the Tampa Bay Bucks, And we saw that. We saw how different that looks. All right, And they have not been able to put together a football team that will really support mm-hmm. a young quarterback who is still in the developmental stages like Justin Fields has, is. The coaching staff has not handled this situation ideally. And Justin Fields himself has not really played that well, especially when the situation has been uh, such that it really sets him up for success. And by that, I mean this. When he has not been pressured, he has not been very good as far as his total QBR. And when he has not been pressured as far as, um, you know, having a lot of people around him in the pocket, he's a guy who's still holding the football too long and not making quick enough decisions and taking too many sacks. So he's not above reproach. He's not beyond reproach in this situation. He has to take accountability for where he is at in terms of his own development. But... When, as far as how they have set this thing up, this team this team right now needs a total overhaul on the offensive line. It needs more weaponry on the perimeter, and it needs an approach that really sets this young man up for success. And I don't know if they have necessarily always been on the same page as, how to, as to how to get that done. And that's something that they're going to have to evaluate in the offseason, starting with ownership on down. That's quite an indictment. Not sure if they've all been on the, on the same page as to how to develop him as a quarterback. That's... Those are some pretty powerful words and should cause even more questions at Hallis Hall as to who's running the show. Well, listen, Lewis Riddick and Matt Nagy worked together in Philadelphia. So Lewis has a pipeline into Matt Nagy's office when he needs it. So I do think, you know, if anything, when he talks, it's worth listening to because if nothing else, you're probably getting some an opinion that might be slightly colored in the way Matt Nagy sees things. And to hear him talk about the GM ownership not necessarily being on the same page, it does lead me to believe that you remember when in, was it, what week was it when, was it week five when Matt Nagy finally said, uh, he said Andy Dalton's still our quarterback when he's healthy. Yes. And then he goes, oh, then a, Two like, days later, l- l- thirty-seven hours later, yes. he says, "No, we're going to go with Justin Fields." Yeah, yeah I a, think it was before week five. It leads you to ask the question: You know, was that a GM decision or an ownership decision? You know, this right. ownership does George McCaskey, the McCaskies don't like to meddle. No, I think most people would agree, but I think it's just it's it's worth asking. Just because they don't like to meddle. Does that does mean, mean they'll they never meddle? Right. Right. I don't know. I th- you, we and that's an answer we. That's a question we won't get an answer to probably until the end of the season at the earliest, right? Right. Uh, then I would say if 
if for whatever reason they part ways with Matt Nagy, maybe we'll get the information from a leak in Matt Nagy's camp that, hey, you know, I was forced to play Justin Fields. I could see that happening. I think it's the, the and I don't know if that's the right decision because clearly Matt Nagy believed that Andy Dalton gave them the best chance to win to, to win. begin the yes. season, right? Yes. And I think based on what we've seen from Justin Fields, as as nobody nobody likes Matt Nagy, nobody, nobody wants to say that that was right. But, but he, he, they can they're not yeah. mutually exclusive, right? Right, right. Matt Nagy can be right about some things and still be a bad head coach, right? <laughs> right. It's very possible. I should laugh. You are correct. I, I did find it interesting that Riddick was eager, not eager, but willing to call out Fields on this too and mm-hmm. say, "Look, this is on Justin too. He is not." I don't know what it is behind the scenes, but that goes back to what our caller Pete was saying. Yes. Is he timid? Is he is is there something going on? between the ears that is keeping him from taking that next step. Which leads us back to the question again that we've been talking about since the start of the show. Has Justin Fields shown you anything to give you confidence oh my gosh, that we've got like the right player? Cycle. It is. It oh. is. And we'll continue to go around and around in that circle. But up next, we'll take a, a, a brief reprieve as we go inside Deanne Miller's notebook. The All You Need to Know from Hal's Hall up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. You're listening to the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Here are your hosts, Jeff Miller and ABC7's Dion Miller. Welcome back. We are getting set for Bears and Niners on the lakefront today. I will be heading out to that game as soon as we wrap That's up really here, fun. Dion. I'm excited for you. It's a beautiful day. It is. It is a fabulous day out in the lakefront. It is football weather. It is going to be nice to take in the game. The uh, first time I'll be able to watch the Bears in person this season. Got uh, another game later in the year on the docket, but uh, excited for that. Better way. No, what better way to spend Halloween? Yes, than That's great. That's game. a great way to kick off the day and then... Go into trick or treating tonight. That is the plan, Let no that doubt heal about it. Whatever ails you after we, this game, we, and we have plenty more on uh, Halloween and trick or treating. We'll do that uh, next segment. After though, this segment we do Dion Miller's notebook. Dion Miller cracks open her notepad to bring you inside Hallis Hall on the ESPN Chicago pregame show. Okay. Wait, well, wait, the, my bad. Is it, is it your notepad or your notebook? It's usually a notepad. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I, I, the, the, I the think reporter's I call, notebook right. are those little narrow ones, but you call it a notebook, but it's not like a big one. It's just a little one. Yeah, so I I, I need to... I think the difference here, a yes. notebook has the spiral, Yes. Okay. right? So then a notepad a pad is the tearaways. Is the tearaways. Oh, yeah. very good. Di- so what do you use? What do I you... use the spiral notebook. All right, so it is And a I'm notebook. definitely a write-it-down kind of person. Wait, wait, but use the spiral, but it, it flips over, it right? It flips over. So is so that a pad? That's that's the pad, right, Tyler? No, 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 no. No, no, Spiral <laughs> makes it a book. So any spiral any makes spiral it a book. Any spiral makes it a book. See, I disagree. I think... The big, I'm, I'm thinking this through. Like my my children, when they go, when they go to school, they're using a notebook, right? Because yes. it's it's like a full twelve by. It full, but it you call it a legal pad, Le- and it tears away. You're right. But le- But see, I but the smaller one leads me to believe it's a pad. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, know, no, I, I know. I get where you're coming from, but I feel like this is a situation. But it says on the front of it, "Reporter's Notebook." Notebook. It does say notebook. Uh oh. 
So the manufacturer is telling us that it's no book. Right. All right. And if, if Dion just... What are we talking if, about? If, <laughs> if Dion would just move into the 21st century and use her iPhone, we could well, call it well, a notepad. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-oh. Paper never runs out of battery. You never That's know true. when your phone, your laptop, when anything... You don't have to crap plug it out in. at any moment. That's right. But paper never runs out of battery. Yeah, but Excellent I've spilled choice. so much Excellent coffee point. on so many different pieces of paper in my <laughs> life that uh, I don't know if I trust that Better method either. Better you spill it on paper than paper your phone than on your phone. Or See? Disagree. Your I feel like you can... What you, do you mean disagree? You can wipe down... Dion, can you not wipe down your phone so quickly? <laughs> you can, like, but... But it might uh, break. It might break nah. or it might have... You don't have to soak it in rice later I, or something I, to dry I it out. I spill something on my phone once once every three weeks and I just wipe okay. it off quickly. You live dangerously. You do. You, I, no, I prefer to write everything down because then I remember things. So, like, I typed some things just to help Tyler setting up my particular notebook at this time. And that always makes me feel like I'm not ready, which I am, but I'm just not, you know, I don't like it. You're always ready, Dion. <laughs> All right. I was born ready. Inside it. Dion's okay. note. So this is at notebook. Okay. <laughs> We're calling it the notebook. We're not going to call it the legal pad. It's the notebook. Um, so the first note, of course, is that Matt Nagy is in COVID protocol somewhere in some bunker somewhere. And Chris Tabor is going to be running the show today. Now, this is not his first head coaching duties, of course, but, and, and I think he'll do a really good job with it. He was talking about it this week. They were all very ambiguous and vague as to exactly how his role will change. But I thought it was interesting what he had to say as he heads into this moment um, where he is head coach of the Bears on Halloween. To be honest with you, and I, I know I talk about it all the time in the special teams room, there's a, there's a distinct process that you have to go through. And, uh, you know, has our day changed today a little bit? Yes, but that's really no big deal. We just went from walkthrough right, going right into practice instead of having a little break in there. I mean, everybody that shows up in the building should be ready for an honest day's work. And, uh, and should be prepared. So I, I think that the focus will, will be perfectly fine. And I think it also, I think it sharpens you a little bit. I mean, I don't look at it as a negative. I actually look at it as a positive. Okay, well, let's hope so. Let's hope that the focus was there this week. They did have their schedule changed all around as things were very fluid because of the COVID protocols they were going through. There were often days where it'd say, okay, we're doing our interviews in person. No, just kidding. We're doing them all on Zoom. How that affected their meetings, I'm not totally sure. But one would hope that, Two straight losses and the way they lost got their attention. And then this week they were even more focused. And I think that that's what Tabor was hopefully relaying to us in his way of saying, look, I think everybody's everybody's on point because we know how big and important this moment is. And so I'm trusting him to rally the troops here at Soldier Field for an opportunity to really make a statement and not allow two losses bleed into three. Defensively, Okay, last week, one would argue that they did win the second half, right? I mean, they only scored three points, but they did not allow Tom Brady to put up 50. So the defense played very well last week, but they are shorthanded. And that is is significant, especially for a group that didn't come up with a sack last week, but had 20 in the previous six games. So Sean Desai is trying to keep his pulse on his defense. And I like the way that he discussed how they came out of the game last week and how they're feeling heading into this one. I think we've got good energy here on defense, and I think we're going to continue to do that. And, and our goal is to keep sustaining and building that. Uh, and it's like a snowball. You know, we haven't, uh, we haven't been demoralized or anything. I mean, you, this, is this, this is the NFL. Sometimes you take one in the face and you take a punch in the face and you got to get back up and keep fighting. And, and that's uh, one thing. Our guys showed that. Uh, they showed that in the second half of that game. So you saw where our energy level is. Uh, in the swarm and the type of defense that we want to be when you get a fourth and one stop uh, in the third quarter. 
in a like you guys said in a game that got out of hand. Uh, and so that's the character of our defense, and we're going to continue to build off that. And I think the guys have great energy, uh, and they're excited to, uh, for this next opportunity versus the 49ers. Okay, you don't want to say that there are moral victories in the NFL, but I do think coming out of the second half the way that they did and getting some of those stops when the game was technically over, mm-hmm. I think that is something they, they need to hang their hat on, especially for a group that took it personally when they the way that they started this season and then that responded in the right way. But then you think about a lot of these guys were around for six straight losses last year, four straight losses the year before. And, you know, asked Akeem this week about, like, how do you guard against – like forcing it and really pressing to turn things around quickly. And he's like, look, we've, we've shown resiliency, especially on defense. They have shown that resiliency. And I, I think we're going to see it today. And I like how Desai has taken ownership of this defense. And I think they're a reflection of him. So that's what I picked up from that. Okay. It all comes back though to QB one, exactly QB one. And we've talked about it already. Justin Fields getting a little bit impatient, but he does feel like this offense is getting close. I, I'm I'm not sure that it is, but he does feel like it is. Now, we've already mentioned friend of the program, Dan Weederer, mm-hmm. uh, questioned him this week about if he can pinpoint what that feeling is. Here is how that exchange went. Justin, what, what tells you that you guys are close to a breakout game? I can feel it. Anything specifically that allows you to feel yes, it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just a feeling. Okay. Just feel it. You know, you just have those feelings. You just feel it. It's coming. Okay. That is where you hear more than anything, that shortness, a little bit impatience. We've It's well documented. This is the first time he's gone through a two-game losing streak like this. He doesn't know where those answers are going to come from. And and Sam Mustafer said, you know, hey, if QB1 feels it, we all feel it. Well, that doesn't really give me a lot of assurance. But I do trust that Justin Fields is going to do whatever he can in preparation to not have this feeling anymore. And I think that that's why we hear about him meeting with the wide receivers on the other side of practice and trying to build that chemistry and, and figure out how he can connect with them because he doesn't like the way that this feels. And I think we see a strong statement from him to try and turn things around. All right, so interesting. Justin Fields right now has a 16.7 QBR, which is the worst among qualified quarterbacks this season and also the worst by any qualified quarterback through his team's first seven games since, wait for it, back in 2008 when Jamarcus Russell had a (laughs) 16.4 QBR through uh, the seven starts that he made oh, you're just for the Raiders. Full of good news and joy, aren't you? <laughs> Listen, I'm just giving you facts, straight out facts here, and that is horrifying. You are a buzzkill. That oh is my horrifying gosh. for that anybody is horrifying. who is familiar. Uh, Tyler, are you, as a 24-year-old, are you familiar with the legend of Jamarcus Russell? Oh, yeah. What was that, 2007? 2008. 2008. 2008. 2008 Jamarcus Russell, mm-hmm. quite possibly, I think he may be the biggest bust in NFL history. The first overall pick for the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, just awful. Came from LSU, had a great season at LSU, and just was abysmal. The best story ever told, I think, about Jamarcus Russell was the fact that his he was struggling, you know, through his first season, and they're like, "Jamarcus, we we got we got to do more." Um, our our scouting department put together some uh, some film for you to watch to take home, and they gave him a DVD. And Jamarcus Russell took it home, came home, came back to work like the next I don't know if it was three days later, and you know they asked him, "Hey, so what'd you think? Any takeaways from what you watched?" And he says, "Yeah, yeah, no no problem. We got this. I watched it all." We're good to go. They gave him a blank DVD because 
they knew, knew he that he wasn't putting in any prep work, and they asked him to take home some additional film work. You know, this is back in the day of DVDs, so they would put it on the film. On, right. But they, they gave him a blank DVD to test him out, and sure enough, he wasn't even watching it. Okay. So uh, I, I will say this. Justin Fields, no matter what the numbers say, is not that bad. Is I feel, not that bad. I feel safe in saying that. But those numbers are not good. That's not comforting. Keep that. Hold on to that. We'll, we'll keep it you know, as our measuring stick. Yeah, they, For, like, uh, the only place to go is up. You would hope, right? What? You would absolutely Goodness, hope. I hope so. I mean, they have an opportunity today to do that. That's the point, is that you've got a 49ers team that comes in here struggling, having lost four in a row with their own QB issues right now. Right. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much Trey Lance is on the field today, you know. And how they use him, because yes. I think that Bears fans will be keeping a very close eye on that as well. Watching watching another rookie quarterback kind of develop quicker than their own mm-hmm. is not going to sit well at yeah. Soldier Field. All right, uh, plenty more to cover here on the Points Bet Sports get, Sports Book. I brought show. candy corn. I was just going to get there. I'm so excited. Uh, all right, <laughs> Dion Miller sharing, has a, and I'm not sharing. Danny, uh, Dion Miller has. I think a, you have a choice. <laughs> 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 Tell me about it. Uh, Dion Miller has a big bag of candy, not, not just candy corn. There's plenty more inside that bag. We will find out. We'll let you know next what kind of candy Dion Miller brought into work today. This is ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. So many places to go here, Dion. I know, I know. Uh, as we were getting ready to come back from break during the commercial, I whispered to Tyler Aki, our fine young producer, I said, hey, quick, can you grab the Halloween theme music? And he looked at me perplexed, and I knew right away that I had stepped into one, another one of these situations <laughs> where young Tyler Aki had no idea what I was talking about. And so I was like, all right, well, listen, I'm sure you've heard it before, but... Search for this theme music because I'd like to... Everybody knows what this is. And Tyler, I, are you familiar with the theme music? I am familiar with the music. Couldn't tell you what it's from, but I'm I, familiar I, with the music. I, just the way he said that, Dion. Theme-Halloween is the music that we're listening to. It's probably unsurprising now that I tell you this, Tyler. This is from the movie Halloween. So How about go. that? I you learned something either. new. You didn't know. <laughs> the, I two don't versus like one. Scary movies. Finally, I'm you could. Sorry. You too. I, like the idea. <laughs> you have you heard the music though? At least I think so. It reminded oh. me more of what was that? <laughs> what was I that can't. Show was not. Oh, what was I that can't, show? Uh, that, this is insane. It, it, yeah, I'm like, sorry. Like, no, I don't no, know. no. Don't apologize. It's no, just I'm fun. Gonna. It's if a, you had played the Adams Family, then I would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, I got you. I'm with you. It's just right amusing here. to me that, uh, <laughs> like, the combination of being outnumbered two to one in this situation of not knowing the hell. Yeah, you're the weird one here. I, clearly, exactly. I, uh, Hello. I, the odds of that happening. Uh, that, that's I'm something. Sorry, Let me I tell didn't you. Know for Again, sure. don't apologize. It's just amusing to me. You you have heard of the movie Halloween, right? I'm sure. Yes, I've heard that of it. That sounds like I don't no. Have any that's, des- <laughs> okay. I, well, of the, course, there's a movie who named is Halloween. who is the the. Don't. No, oh, just, I, I already know. Just hold Just it. give me, you, you have no idea who no. the villain is in Halloween? No. Tyler? Grim Reaper. 
At least you guessed. I don't even want to guess. I don't even Give me guess. guess. Come on, guess. Who? No, I don't know. Villain. Think of think of horror movie In villains, Dion. Horror movie villains. Halloween. I got nothing. You, you, I don't like these movies. I, I will educate you too. Ed, educate us. Michael Myers. Oh, have you heard yeah. the name before? Yes. Okay. All right. okay. He is the. But my the, brain yes, wouldn't go there. Yes, he's the villain in Halloween. So okay. All right. Well, I, let's I'm talk sorry. about candy because obviously this I just is didn't the, know the any horror. Of that. The horror film flicks is going nowhere. Is Tyler coming in to eat candy with us? I, I don't know. Okay. First of all, you're going to have to explain the process behind this because. Okay, so I I overbought candy. Okay. <laughs> For our house, like to the point where I have like extra bags that I will be keeping just for later dates because I just I got a little into the thing mm-hmm. into it all yesterday. But last okay, week we wait, were wait, talking when you about, say overbought, what like how do you first of all how are you sure that you overbought? Well, I have over a thousand pieces of candy at my house. Okay, but what's that like four bags? What, uh, I don't it even was know more what like was... I think it was seven bags. Okay. Of like a hundred and fifty plus a piece, some but if some were from Costco. I just I know that it was too much. Okay, so I wanted to share. But we were talking last week about the best Halloween candies, yes. and we were discussing who was it? Uh, Mike Leach was talking yes. about Nerds clusters. So yesterday I was at the Ooh. store and we bought Nerds clusters, and my son and I really enjoyed them. Okay, it was like one of those things where I think somebody took their gummy bear and they rolled it in Nerds and was like, oh. Hello. This we is can a, make this yeah. This, this works. So that's what's happening there. And then I brought the autumn mix, which is my favorite. Where's the camera? Yeah, yeah, right this there. Is, Twitch. Twitch. My absolute favorite. The autumn I could, mix. I could down the whole bag right here. Okay. No, so take no prisoners. As somebody who does not partake in not at all in uh, it's candy so corn, good. I don't like it. It just it's okay. But here's the question. Yeah. Autumn mix, as you can see on Twitch, you can see us on Twitch, ESPN 1000 Chicago. The autumn mix of the candy corn here. Yes. Is it anything more than just candy corn reshaped as a pumpkin? No, it's not. It's, it's it all tastes, tastes different. The same. No, it tastes okay. all the same. Okay, so then it's just candy corn. It's, it's just candy, it's candy corn in a but different it's shape. Prettier. I have no Don't use for throw that. It. I it's have no prettier. use it's for got that. All the colors. It's great. It's okay, prettier. so then I also brought Reese cups because didn't we talk about those? Yes, being I, really, I like okay, the high yes. standard. You've um, also got some hundred grands. Like there was a lot of these in the bag, and I was like, are those good? I don't know. Um, what else going on? Hundred grand solid. I, it's like not my first choice, but I wouldn't wouldn't now, turn it away. Like, like sour I would candy stuff, corn. like the sour. Punch? Yes, I'm a big like I do appreciate. So can you tell I just also took gummy. a gummy? Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Got uh, some York peppermint patties those, here. Now those I do. I, those are good. My Swedish daughter loves fish those. are really good. Ooh, I love the white mystery airhead too. Do you? I don't know quite what you're going to get there, and but it's, it's usually mystery. pretty solid. So there we go. All right. What do you think? Oh, what about these? These Jolly Rancher sticks. It's hard. It's, it's a traditional Jolly Rancher, basically, but, but it's, it's long. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I like a lot of taffy. Boy, I, I am stunned by your lack of candy knowledge and your lack of is horror he, film is knowledge. Is stunned by this? I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Both you two. I, I can't believe. Well. <sighs> There's a sigh for you guys, all right? A- <laughs> I think that's like the third one this segment. The third one. I mean, this we're, segment we're working alone. on our record. <laughs> this one has me absolutely exasperated. I don't know where to go. I, the words are eluding me. You guys' lack of knowledge. I'm horror sorry, film flex, I don't candy. know. Horror it's just flex. so what? The, why did okay? So you just overbought candy, Tyler. Come on in here. Yeah, come eat, pick eat out the candy. candy. You guys have of to your try choice. the nerds clusters. We'll try them. I get that's you get, fine. Try the nerds Let's clusters. open this up. But the one I'm thing I'll say, I don't like this DM because there's going to be way too much candy in my house going forward. It's a okay, nerd it's cluster. The day. Here, I have nerd opened clusters. it for you. Go ahead and uh, take a. Go ahead, help help yourself, Tyler. Whatever you want. I know you're going to be trick or treating later, but still. All right, so there's a candy corn. Dion's getting her fix. Are where it's at. 
they don't taste any different, right? They don't. They're right. just really good. All right. You're gonna, I'm, before I partake in the clusters, I'm going to let you chew. I'll right, carry the you. segment for a second while you go ahead and get your sugar fix from your uh, mm, candy corn. So good. All right. And I mean, then I will quickly. All right. All right. To. I'm going to test. I have not had the Nerds, the Nerds clusters, cluster. which Mike Leach was talking about. You know what, too? We have a follow-up from Mike Leach as well about candy corn as well. So we I'll give you the update on that. First, I'm going to try the Nerds gummy clusters they here. They look like a science experiment or something from Willy Wonka. Well, not bad, though, right? I love that. Right? Ner- Isn't oh, it good? I love that. I- was yeah, that, there's same. another bag. Come in, come in, come and get come the other bag. These are Tyler. all yours, my friend. They're solid. They're nerds, and yeah, with gummy bears. With gummy I think, bears. I think you described them well. I don't have anything else really to nothing add. Nothing deeper. Take, all you. take a bag there. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm kind of annoyed with you, Deanne, Not gonna lie. Why? Because I'm gonna have so much candy at my house that I have to show willpower and restraint. And now you bring this in. It's one day. It's not. It's not one day. <laughs> Halloween candy goes on for a month. I swear there will be Halloween candy in my house on Easter. I swear. I, listen, we don't eat here's it. Here's what we used to do. do we it used wrong. to save a bunch of stuff for gingerbread houses. Oh, that's a great idea. If, or it's like wait, all wait, the wait, stuff. Wait, wait, wait. If if you like your gingerbread house to have a Halloween theme to it, because they're <laughs> all going to be orange for the most. I mean, yeah, I guess you, you get you get like. Reese's. Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. yeah, Starburst. M&M's, Starburst. Skittles, yeah. M&M's. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's actually a really good idea, Tyler. I might steal that one. Because um, my children don't eat it fast enough. I often bring it to work and share it. All right, what else are you eyeing? No, no, I'm just looking. I like, I, I'm surprised that. I'm uh, just going to eat the candy corn. <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. You, you, you Hate on me all you want, oh, everyone. Yeah. I love it. All right, so here was the, uh, we played last week, Mike Leach, because he had talked about how disgusting, like, and I, I think universally, you know, universal approval on his feeling, aside from you, Dion. <laughs> but I'm the one-off? Yeah, on, the, the uh, but he talked about, you know, not liking candy corn, and so there was a follow-up this week about it, if he could go ahead and break it down. Here's what unfolded. Mike, uh, back to the comments you made about candy corn, do you think it deserves a second chance? No, I do not. I, I do not. That's been carefully researched since I was a child. Uh, starting at approximately, I'm going to say, three. And although it did have uh, some brighter points in my life, in particular when I was young, you know, the type of thing where it gets all over your hands and your face, um, before long, though, I realized that that was a grave error and there was far better uh, paths ahead than candy corn. So, yeah, I... No, I have no interest. It's one of those items that, you know, there's a reason they serve it basically once a year because it's not very good to begin with. I don't know if I've ever been more in sync with the head coach than I am with Mike Leach. <laughs> and he also followed up with a tweet of a graphic of how oh to eat gosh. candy corn. It's, I see it's it. shaped like a candy corn. So you've got the yellow on the bottom, the orange in the middle, the white on the top, and the candy corn, it says, number one, open bag. Number two, Pour candy corn into trash can. Number three, eat a Reese's peanut butter cup. The proper way on how to eat candy corn. I think Mike Leach is right. Well, I brought the peanut butter cups. You, you know, did. some people put like actual peanuts and candy corn in a mix and eat them that way. 
Because it's not sweet and salty. That's fine. I have, I love sweet and salty. Again, though, you're not eating candy corn. You're finding ways to disguise the I candy corn. I am candy corn. You are. You are. But people who are like, oh, let's get some peanut, uh, let's get some M&M's, some peanut M&M's in the mix. No. That's like the parents that put a lot yes. of cheese on broccoli yes. or something <laughs> to try to get their par- or to get the kids to eat the, the vegetables. Delicious. At the end we of the promise. day, it's still broccoli. <laughs> yeah. No, Tyler's absolutely right. Like I, 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 I cannot believe you just compared candy corn to broccoli. Like, let's... In fact, I, I, I like broccoli eat, more. I, I'm with Tyler. I would rather eat broccoli. I'll douse broccoli in butter, in organic butter and some salt before I'll eat candy corn. He's absolutely right. Oh, my right. gosh. Have, has it been too long since you've tried it? It's very good. No, it's, it's not. Fresh. I've had it. I, I it's feel not like good if it gets I've, stale, but it's good when it's fresh. And yeah. it's Brock's. Mm. Only Brock's. I, again, I, I'm not going to venture down different brands of candy corn. Yeah, don't, 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 I have don't do that. I have, don't I have, do that. I have no interest one. in any of them. There's only one. It's all garbage to me. It's but, not. But Dion will... Is this a uh, pregame show? What's happening? <laughs> this is the best pregame show. This is the only way to break down Bears and 49ers yes, on is. Halloween at Soldier Field. This is the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. She's Dion Miller. I'm Jeff Miller. And we are talking some Bears, I guess. I guess we can uh, divert back to the Bears Let's for one last Let's see if we could segment. tell the story of the game with candy. Okay, we can try <laughs> Someone that. Someone will have 100 yards. <laughs> Oh, I like it. Beautiful. I mean. All right, let's 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 see if we can figure that out. We'll do that next on ESPN 1000. It's time for another episode of Miller and Meller, America's favorite Bears pregame. The ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Here is ABC7's Dion Miller and fantasy guru Jeff Meller. One last quick note before we get back to the Bears here. I will say Calvin Ridley is inactive today for the Atlanta Falcons. He is missing today's game for personal reasons, so that's a big blow in fantasy football. So if you have Calvin Ridley, make sure you get him out of your lineup because he is not going to play for the Falcons today. So big blow there for fantasy players. Wanted to make sure I squeezed that note in for our listeners out there. Dion. All right. Now back to the Bears and 49ers. Ten minutes away from kickoff as the Bears host the two and four, four straight loss San Francisco 49ers with a three and four record of their own, and yet still they are the underdogs today. How do you think this one unfolds? Well, I had to close the candy corn bag because I was afraid I would make a, sh- a sugar based decision. So mm. I wanted a clear mind okay. for this moment. Okay, I think the Bears can win this. I I do. So as you've told me previously, the best part of a pregame show is you can say whatever. And if it yeah. comes to fruition, we will praise you next week. And exactly. if not, we'll just pretend it never happened. Exactly. But I am going to own this. I think that the Bears are going to be able to win today. I think it's like JD talked about, very obviously very low scoring. But I do think they find a way. I'm going 16-14. Okay. Bears. So Dion is playing the under in this playing one. Playing the under. On the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. But I do think Allen Robinson gets three catches. Okay. Or more. Okay. So, so, so wait. So that that's your, the, your, work, the yes. name of bet uh, points bet sportsbook pregame. The uh, name of bet that points bet has available on their app. That is what DN likes. So go ahead and play that if you want to listen and think she's right about that one. The Bears get their win. Allen Rob. I agree with you. If the Bears are going to win, Allen Robinson needs more than three catches. Yes. I completely agree with that. I'm concerned though. I think the lack of Khalil Mack is going to be. Too much for the Bears to overcome, and mm-hmm. I think the 49ers win this one. I'm going to say 27 to 20. I hope I'm wrong. I'll wow. be in attendance today. I hope, I hope, I hope the Bears find a way to get it done. 
Because they do have the 49ers who are in peril, but I just think Kyle Shanahan, I'm always concerned about what he does offensively and with the fact that Debo Samuel is going to play. They've, you know, mm-hmm. they, they do have Trey Lance back, and I think he's going to be able to utilize him a little bit in the uh, RPO game, the run pass option. Now, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start. Yes. But, uh, you know, I think having Trey Lance there available at your disposal is an advantage for the 49ers. And without Khalil Mack, I think the Bears are going to have a problem today. So, unfortunately, I have the Niners winning. But, I, again, I, I'm going to be there with my son today. the defense t- today. gives up 27, huh? Yeah. I, I, well, listen, without Khalil I, Mack, without it's Khalil not Mack, the same. Yeah. And, uh, you know... We do know that Akeem Hicks is playing. We suspected that was going to be the case. He's going to be out there, which is good news. They need him to have a good game. Robert Deshaun Quinn Gibson is back. Is back as well. That's yep. also good. Robert Quinn is back. I I feel like that is energizing. Okay. To the defense getting those guys back. Listen, I, I can't disagree with you, but again, like the one for one, you know, Quinn comes in, Mac goes out. They, I don't know. That's my I problem. Know. Is they got all zero the, sacks last week. Yeah. Zero. Well, you know, let's. You know what? Let's. I'm ready to throw yet last week out. The way it unfolded. Yeah. Uh, yeah you right. know, it was one of those games where you're not gonna. Once it got out of hands, they, you know. Yeah, but Jeff, you weren't. Asked. They got real close as a team, twenty-four to forty-eight <sighs> hours before that loss. Yeah. So don't don't point. think that yeah. it was all bad. Uh, sure. <laughs> that, we'll, we'll, why, why were they bonding? They had only lost one game. Like, why were they? Why did they need to bond before? Arguably, the worst loss in the Matt Nagy era. Like, why did they need to bond? Before That's a that? fair question. I'm sure, like that Nagy's, you know, the whole uh, we got closer situation did not really make me a believer i i don't know I, I mean, why it was just a bizarre thing to say after an ugly loss like after a 35 point loss so like prove kumbaya let's prove the fact that we're all good friends can lead to victory today yeah I, boy i just don't think that uh listen again this is a lose-lose situation for matt Nagy right now right he needs his team to win but if they win and somehow they look really good in the process, I don't think it's a ringing endorsement of Matt Nagy. No, it's not. When he's not there on the sidelines. Right. Like in, in some ways, a good win for the Bears is only going to lead to more questions for George McCaskey. You know, he, right. like you're going to be like, listen, you can put together a game plan and not be on the sidelines and we can win football games. That's not good. But in, this, in <laughs> the same not. sense, if they lose, they're now three and five heading to Pittsburgh on Monday night. And even though I think that's a winnable game. You know, much, much more to me. Much that game is much more winnable than the Bucks and Packers game were. Well, a thousand percent. So, more winnable than today, though. No, no, no. You're right. Like they need to win right. today. Yes. And so that's why for Matt Nagy, everything about this situation about him getting COVID is a disaster because a win today, and he's, it leads you to the questions. Boy. He is really quite replaceable, isn't he? The only way that a win today does not lead you down that road is if it's all Cairo Santos field goals and Chris Tabor is just running the special teams and they're <laughs> running. <laughs> That's the only way that it doesn't reflect horribly on Manet. Yeah, but right? he, yeah, but again, an ugly loss is going to have nobody feeling good. No, or, I'm sorry, an ugly a, win. I apologize. An ugly win. An I, ugly win makes everybody sit there and, and we're just going to. Well, feeling... that's the thing because then the, this is why they're stuck in that mediocrity. I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but I'm popped no, up by okay. candy corn. I, it's the, they're stuck in this mediocrity because they could mess around today, and now we're back to four and four, and now we're a five hundred team, and now we're still we've still got opportunities out there, and that's what is so infuriating because they're not so bad that they're going to let somebody sure. hang 50 points on them, but they're not good enough to consistently compete. And But boy, it would really be 
if nothing else, let's let's have an encouraging win over the Niners. Yeah. So that Justin Fields can do something where we don't have him in you know his media day being short and frustrated, yeah. and you can have Bears fans saying to themselves, "Okay." That's the guy they drafted with the 11th overall pick. That's the guy they're trying to build around. I'm not even, listen, I don't, the game as a whole doesn't have to be perfect, doesn't have to be great. I just want plays that we can point to and say this, we haven't This is really, better. This is, yeah. Again, we, all, for, there's no, all the real plays that stand out to me, for the most part, the best ones happen in preseason. Yeah. You know, and that's, yeah. I was, that's why I was optimistic heading into the year, but boy, what we've seen in the regular season action. We're halfway through. Like, yeah. we're essentially halfway yes. through this extended season, but there are 10 games left starting today. That's a lot of football. And the Bears have no, I don't think they've gotten any closer to understanding whether or not Justin Fields is the guy that they thought they drafted in terms right. of someone that they could build around all year, all, uh, for the next five years. The truth is, though, they're not going to make, no matter what happens, Justin Fields, the like, if this is not a Josh Rosen situation, no. they won't be leaving. You know, they won't be trading away from him. But it's just, it's frustrating for Bears fans that we've gone this far and don't have any real idea of what Justin Fields is as an NFL player. And we've talked about that a lot. Boy, I hope next week, Dion, uh, we can talk about something different because we're yes. encouraged by what we've seen on. <laughs> I the wouldn't that be fun. That'd be really fun. It, I'm going for that. I'm going for a fun victory on Halloween. Halloween. Yes, a happy Halloween. They will disguise themselves as better than a 500 team. Here we go. That sounds like a plan. Candy corn for everyone. <sighs> right. it, only if they lose will we be handing out candy corn. I'm not watching she's, any Halloween movies. She's Dion Miller. I'm Jeff Miller. Thanks for listening. I don't know if I picked. Oh yeah, I picked the 49ers to win. Thanks, Tyler Aki. <laughs> this has been the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show presented by Valparaiso and Three Chi. Thanks for listening. Go Bears! Get a win.